LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy, and Ron, in this episode, we're going to be talking about life-giving statements that leaders need to use. So tell us the story behind this one. Yeah, you know, I, I meet uh, a lot of times with younger leaders. Uh, I love doing that. And uh, over the course of my career, I've just learned more and more that words matter and the words of a leader especially matter people depend on them they get fuel from them uh and you know uh chandler you're you're still a fairly uh young dad new dad uh it's it's the same in parenting we don't realize how weighty our words are or a Mm. teacher or a doctor even you know Um, my doctor said to me recently well you're not overweight and I said, okay, I thought I was. So that's great. You know, <laughs> I'll go have a candy bar or something. So, you know, but those words are, are from, from people we trust or people we're trying to follow. They really do matter. And, and so that's what we're talking about. And so, you know, I've just got uh, one of the things that I've began saying in some of my leadership talks, whenever I uh, have the opportunity to, to talk to other leaders is, uh, become a builder of other people's dreams. What if you just saw that as your, my goal in life is to build other people's dreams. Uh, I, I worked with Leadership Network, Bob Buford, uh, founder of that. His saying was, my fruit grows on other people's trees. And it's the same uh, thought process there. So be a builder of other people's dreams. And words are certainly one way that you do that, but one of the more important ways. So here's seven life-giving statements. I'll just share the first one. I'm praying for you. Mm. I'm praying for you. Now, uh, you, you probably, you've, you've pastored uh, Chandler and, and had um, been in the church a long time. It, do you never get tired of hearing that? I mean, you know, I'm mm. praying for you. Pastor, yeah. I'm praying for you. It's an incredible gift. And we can gift that to others by letting them know that. You know, I think it's easy as you say that, you know, you can hear people say, I'm praying for you. And you're like, okay, thank you. I really do appreciate that. Sometimes those can be empty. Is there any way yeah. that you kind of follow up on that to really let people know? Like, do you shoot them a text when you pray for them? Uh, you know, what are, what are just Absolutely. some ways to tangibly let people know that? Well, I just had that this, this week. I met with a, a really uh, successful uh, business leader in our church and he has a health situation. He was as we were meeting his, uh, he actually got a, a phone call that he, he said, I got to take this. And it was about a doctor's appointment coming up. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of made a mental note in that afternoon. You know, I said, Oh, I'll be praying about it that afternoon after his appointment. I just sent him a text. Said, hey, yeah. hope everything's okay. And, and that really meant a lot to him. So yeah, I, I try, I'm not the best at that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So it does require discipline for me to do that. My wife is much better at that. So she's keeping the list and she's following through and she's doing all that. But yeah, certainly following up on that is, is, is critical. Yeah. Those, those texts that come through uh, are, are very helpful and do put wind in your sails. So that's, that's a great reminder. What about number two? You can do it. You can do it. You know, the voice of the people who have believed in me, 
trusted me, gave me confidence. Um, you know, when we first planted a church, I'd never planted a church before, but there were a few people who just believed in me enough, said, oh, come on, you can do this. Mm-hmm. You know, you started a business one time and that was successful. Just use some of those same skills. Trust God. You can do it. That was, that was huge. What about number three? I love you. I love you. And, you know, you obviously have to be careful with that one in the workplace. I would not recommend you walk down the hall and, and tell your children's pastor, ah, I just want you to know I love you, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe out of context. But um, but people need to know that. And, you know, as I've gotten older and here, here's what I've observed, Chandler, that people who have had serious health situations like they thought they were going to die and they didn't, man, they are quick to say, I love you because they realize what matters. Yeah. And so they're, they're faster with those words. Even I've got a, a great friend in, um, in, in, in Tennessee that we've been best friends for 30 something years. We never end a phone call without saying, man, I love you. Uh, and, and, and we mean it, you know, uh, but we don't do that as much with the people that, that were uh, around on a daily basis, just to genuinely show love. I think that goes a long ways as a pastor too, just to say, I want you to know I love you. Hmm. What about number four? It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Uh, and again, we're talking about words from leaders. You know, when my boys were little and they'd be afraid at night, they needed me sometimes to just come in their room and say, it's going to be okay. Everything's all right. Uh, sometimes as a leader, that's why I, I always say as a leader, you can't be the first one to panic. You've got to hold things together. They're waiting to see how you're going to respond. And uh, it's going to be okay. Let people know those words are powerful. What about number five? Number five is I believe in you. You know, I, when I was at one of my lowest points in, in my professional career, mm. uh, I kind of felt like a, a failure at that point. We'd sold a business just to get out from under it. And and just beginning again. And, and I, I felt like I was letting my family down. My wife was that person who just said, you know, I believe in you. You can do this. Um, and her, her belief in me was probably one of the fuels that allowed me to, to go into vocational ministry, to, uh, to launch a church eventually. Uh, we need those, uh, those people in our life who believe we can do what we, what we are attempting. Yeah. And even as I keep coming back to the phrase you said earlier, be a builder of other people's dreams and just saying, you can do it. I believe in you. Those two things are just so massive where someone might come and say, hey, I feel maybe for you, you said, hey, I'm feeling called to leave the business space to go into vocational ministry. Some people could have easily just said, well, why are you wanting to do that? You know, just trying Mm -hmm. to almost poke holes into it. And somebody going, no, I believe in you. Like I... I think you can do that. Like, I believe God's calling you to do that. And just as you said, for your wife, and I'm sure other people as well, that you need that in order to take those steps of faith. Well, and here's the thing. I actually had a significant person in my life when I was sensing a call into vocational ministry that said, no, I don't think that's you. Mm. You're a great business person. You're a great community leader. We need you in the community. And that was a heavy word for me at that point, because I'm like, okay, maybe I'm missing something here. Maybe I am supposed to stay in the business world. And I would come back now and say, I think we need business leaders who are kingdom minded that are fueling uh, the church in their own ways with, you know, their financial 
contributions or whatever they're doing or just how they serve in the community. So I, I don't discount that. But that word was heavy for me at the time. And so I certainly needed those who said, no, I believe in you with this. Yeah. Even just as you're saying that, and I know you said this on the front end, but leaders' words or just trusted friends, words are weighty. And there's yeah. so many things, there's so many phrases or just sentences that somebody said to me that have stuck with me through the years. And you think about it, you're like, man, did they really think that through? <laughs> or was that, mm. or was it just off the cuff? So just even weigh your words wisely as you're sharing them. So with that, what, what about number six? I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. And a lot of times that's coming after you've done something. Some, sometimes it's just coming with your season of life that you're in right now. I'm proud of you. And, I, uh, and I'll often say um, when I'm putting that out to a staff member, a team member, I'll often say, look, I don't want to be condescending here at all. Like, you know, but I, I'm proud of you. Like, I, I really am. And man, uh, one of the things, I, illustrations I will often share is a, 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 a little league baseball player, the boys playing on the, and he gets up to the base uh, or to home uh, base and he's ready to hit the ball. One of the first things he does is look to see where his parents are, you know, mm. uh, because he wants that affirmation that I, I'm proud of you, man. You're about to hit the ball or about to strike out, but either way, I'm, <laughs> I'm here, you know, I'm yeah. loving this. Yeah, that's great. What about number seven? Number seven, I've got your back. I've got your back. And I'll tell you, uh, Chandler, I've been burned on this one. I, I had a leader once that I trusted and that was that had asked me to do some pretty weighty things. And, and, and he said those words and they were empty because he didn't in the long run. Mm. So you got to mean them. But people need to know, uh, even if this doesn't work out, I'm, I've got your back. I, I'm in your corner. I believe in you. And that doesn't mean there aren't times of correction or or even things that you know you did wrong that you need to be um, disciplined for in a corrective kind of you know helpful corrective kind of way. But just man, I'm I'm in your corner and got your back. That's those are huge powerful words. Mm, yeah, and with that, that just gives you freedom to fail because you know yes. that somebody has your back. That's, that's very Absolutely. helpful. Well, thanks for listening. We hope this has been helpful to you. And if you're enjoying these episodes, please help us continue getting the word out by liking, subscribing, sharing to help other leaders like yourself find the podcast. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from Lifeway, check out leadership.lifeway.com.